The Wituation Room is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Hello there. Welcome to The Wituation Room. We're reading Andrzej Sapkowski's Witcher series of books. I'm Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're going to talk about Chapter 6 of Blood of Elves, Book 3 of the Witcher series. Previously, our titular Witcher takes a side gig as a boat guard, which seems to mostly involve getting drunk with his fans. But then he gets attacked by some henchmen and a shit lobster all at once. <laughs> Luckily, they sort of just cancel each other out, leaving Geralt to fish an obnoxious child out of the drink. All in a day's work, I guess. Meanwhile, Dandelion cruises his old college town and has a run-in with Dykstra, the spymaster, and Philippa, the were-owl wizard. That's a mouthful. Uh, everyone is trying to track down Geralt and Ciri, and everyone wants to be the first one to do it. But Dandelion proves his bronus once again by refusing to give them up. He goes straight to Geralt, who can't even uh, hide out with ca- catching some local flavor, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but it turns out that Geralt fucked his way into a surprising lead in their hunt for Rance, so they're back on the hunt. <laughs> This is how Geralt does things. Right? <laughs> I, I mean, it works, right? Like, he's like, well, you know, I'm just hanging out. Oh, someone wants to fuck? Yeah, sure. Just, hey, you know where... Just out of curiosity, do you know where this person I'm trying to find is? And the person's like, yes, I do. <laughs> Thanks for the dick. <laughs> Chapter 6. Uh, there's a quote. Yeah, this is a, a, a strict condemnation of murder, which, I mean, I guess is some dude's hot take that murder is bad, but... I can't decide. Like, in this grim, dark world, do you think this is a controversial opinion that, hey, murder's bad? I think that, I mean, you know, in, in the medieval world, murder of people that are outside your tribe is not necessarily a bad thing, right? Mm. So this is a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> so, as the chapter begins, we see various royals having a big meeting and discussing their problems with each other. You know, I have to say that this discussion right here, you know what I really wanted? Mm-hmm. is a map. Yes! You know? Yeah. But, like, I, 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 every time we find a map in one, of the, in one of these fantasy novels or whatever, I get so excited. This is the moment when I needed a nap. Uh, sorry, a nap. A nap in <laughs> I need that too. This is the moment when I really wanted a map because they're talking about all of these places and, like, their strategic locations and there isn't a map here. So I went and looked it up. <laughs> there, is a, there, are, there, are, there is a map that somebody's constructed of the, okay, of the good. continent. Just from and, the descriptions? Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I actually don't know where they got it from. But essentially there's two major rid- rivers that uh, bisect the continent uh, east to west. Uh, south of the Yoruga, which is where Sodden was, mm-hmm. is where the Nilfgaardians are and Sintra was now. Uh, now right, yeah is uh, you know, a hole guess, in the ground. A hole in the ground, yeah. Um, so just north of Yuruga, you have um, uh, Lyria, which is where Geralt's from, it's the Rivia area, and uh, I think it's Eidwin. And on the other side, you have uh, um, Foltest's um, Temeria. And then north of the other river is where you have Redania and, uh, man, I can't remember what the third one was, Kite, Kite. Kaidwin, I think, or something Kaidwin? like that. Kaidwin, maybe. Was yeah. that the guy's name? I can't remember. So, so essentially, the, this meeting is among those four, I guess, five major continents, if you count, or countries, if you count the little one at the bottom. Um, and they're all kind of trying to sort out what they're going to do about these guys who are just hanging out south, south of the river, yeah. looking well, awfully hungry. What I could have used <laughs> was like a glossary of people or maybe a family tree. Uh, I, anybody out there who's listening, who's going to write an epic fantasy series, when you have your character names, give them all different first letters of their names. <laughs> it does help. I have a lot of trouble 
when I'm reading through all these names with like, they, if they have the same, if they both start with a capital E, like I, I got confused between Avil, who's a lord, versus Amir, I think it is, who's the, the evil Nilfgaardian emperor, and, and uh, what's the, Visigar, or Visigurt, and Vilgefortz, <laughs> one of whom is the leader of the Centron refugees, and one of whom is the the best wizard in the world, or something. Yeah, Voldemort. Yeah, uh, Voldemort, yeah, right? Voldemort, exactly. yes. yeah. I am Lord Vildegortz. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I get that. Though I do have to call a little bullshit, Jeff, because you love Elden Ring, and like every character in that name is named Galen or Garin. It's or... true, Godwin or Godric or, or Godford or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that's like, but. Every time you meet one of those, they jump out of the sky and they beat you to death with a stick. And so you remember who they are. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Yeah, that's the guy who beat me to death on the bridge. That's the guy who beat me to death in the throne room. No, no, that's a good point. You need you need some kind of like uh, mnemonic device, like someone <laughs> slapping you in the face every time they yeah. say the name. Uh, I think I followed this. So they, they're they arguing about Nilfgaard, basically, right? Yeah, Nilfgaard is the evil empire that's, that's coming out from the south. Uh, they're the ones who destroyed Centro. They're the ones who uh, were... Um, like the the bird-headed knight is with Nilfgaard yeah and they're also the ones who were defeated at Sodden where a bunch of wizards died yeah the the, the wizards defeat, defeated them I think like Nilfgaard doesn't have wizards or something like that uh well it's it we, seems to be implied that they use siege tactics instead of wizards so you're right like they, they are more technology oriented there is a, a moment in this chapter where they do talk about their magicians but they seem to be more uh Servant, subservient. Maybe they are enslaved. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so they they disagree over whether Nilfgaard's going to attack again, but there's a big insurgency going around everywhere. The the squirrels and whatnot. Um, Nilfgaard is also pursuing an economic war against them. Is is, is like buying all their stuff for very cheap and and flooding them with like well made items. They're like you know Americanizing them. You know. <laughs> Yeah, um, blue gene democracy or whatever it's called. And it's it's interesting. Like they, they they seem to recognize that this is all stuff that Nilfgaard is doing, including uh, drumming up rebellion within their their own people. I think they're jumping to conclusions because the other thing that they say is happening is there are a bunch of dire prophecies. Uh, right. The white flame, which is going to be followed by the white chill, and then the white light, and then. There's white lines, pure as the driven snow, and yeah. then... <laughs> no, I think, I think you more or less got it. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I, think that's, I think that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I, I, I think that's legit. Like, there actually is a magical cataclysm coming. Yes, you're, you're right. And, uh, but they're, they're blaming that on Nilfgaard. Yeah, those things might not necessarily be unrelated. Uh, yeah, because so, you yeah, recall well, that the right. Nilfgaard... Uh, People are talking, are always talking about the White Flame as their their leader or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So those yeah. things might be related. Yeah. So that's, I I think they're maybe blaming too much on Nilfgaard, but some but something needs to be blamed on it. Anyway, they're trying to decide what to do about it. They kind of argue and I dick mean, around with each other. At first, they're like, Nilfgaard's fine. Let's not do anything about it. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, they're like, No, let's do a massacre. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, like it was like a, a, a it, like I know Vizimir was the one who Vizimir of Redania yeah. to, to keep track. Sure. Is the one who was uh, kind of making this initial push for doing something, but full test of uh, Samaria is the one who's like, no, let's go massacre time, you know? Well, yeah, they, they, they've come up with two plans. One is they want to attack Nilfgaard, right? Because they want to take Sintra back, basically. Right. Um, and also, they want, they're going to massacre all the non-humans. The, and, so the reason that map thing matters is because full test of, of Redania, sorry, of Samaria, is just north of Sintra. So if they retake Sintra... It could be his. Yeah, and that's they they make that point. And uh, that's 
it's funny how they're kind of like, well, we, I don't know what to do. We shouldn't do anything. Like, we should, like, we, let's not jump to any conclusions. And then one person's like, what if we killed all the non-humans? And they're like, yeah, let's check it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds like a great plan. In fact, you know, there's the non-humans here, but then they have that whole country of non-humans over the, the free elves or yeah, whatever. Let's, let's go them kill too. them too. Yeah, yeah. Let's just kill them all. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I said, straight to 11. I don't know why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know where. It's almost like they always just wanted to kill the elves. And they want to, and they can't invade Nilfgaard because they have a treaty with somebody else that says that it's a defensive treaty, so they have to provoke an attack from Nilfgaard uh, to get Sintra, it's a whole plan, and then they argue for a long time about who's going to marry Ciri. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's... That's awfully presumptuous, right? Yeah, they, they say, I think it's Foltest. They say, Foltest, you want to marry Siri, don't you? Then you'll be, you'll be on the throne of Centra. And it's like, no, me? No. <laughs> I, I, don't even, I don't even like marrying people. <laughs> well, because it turns out he's boning a baroness or something. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just waiting for her husband to die. It's like, okay, yeah. Well, but, you know, I mean, owning, owning another country is, awfully, is an awfully sweet deal, right? Yeah, and again, with the, the, the 0 to 11 thing, because they're like, well, maybe like your son could marry, or maybe my cousin could marry, or maybe we could just find some knight to marry or keep her in a, keep her in a castle somewhere. Keep her pregnant. No, let's just kill her. Let's kill her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, so you're yeah, thinking yeah. kill her, right? Yeah, I was thinking kill her. Yeah, let's just kill her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we should kill her. Who said kill her? <laughs> yeah, they resolve for some reason to kill her. They, and I think this maybe is just their solution to everything, right? I, well, so, like, they, literally what they resolve to is kill all the non-humans, kill the Nilf Guardians, and kill Ciri, right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, they, they, as the last... So Sintra has like kind of a, a pretty pretty legendary position as like this this great powerful nation, and there are a bunch of people hanging around the, the rebels you mentioned who are just waiting for somebody to follow. They are very concerned that Siri that the emperor is going to get his hands on Siri and marry her, and then those rebels are going to be like, oh, I guess we because because I mean yeah. she's the last bloodline of right, of, yeah, of yeah. Sintra, right? Sintra, so. yeah. They they refer to her as the lion cub most of the time, which that's pretty dope. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty sweet name, right? Yeah. But yeah, then, uh, yeah so uh, after that, which. Honestly, that discussion took a really long time. It, it was, was very a hard long to follow. Discussion. Uh, we uh, see some Nilfgaardians plotting and counterplotting about that. Yeah, the, the, Birdman. Like I just yes, envisioned this Birdman's like there. evil lair with like lightning and thunder or whatever, like a, probably a mountain with like you know craggy peaks mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're they're receiving reports about this meeting that we just witnessed. Yeah, they they have really good intel. Yeah, and apparently this person we're talking to is in fact. Related, knows something about Rians. Maybe he's the person who hired him or has some communication with him. Yeah, I think Rians works for these guys. Yeah. Uh, and but they, they decide to stop pussyfooting around and tell Rians to kill Geralt. Because I think they're trying to find Ciri, but they're, they're trying to find Geralt to find Ciri, but they just want to kill him. Yeah, the, the, they've... Um, they're basically just... This, they're saying, like, this guy's in the way. Uh, assassinate him. And so, so, I mean, I feel like Geralt's... Between this this first meeting and then this like this this other like meeting we're we're we're, uh, we're witnessing, I feel like Geralt's dance card is filling up really fast right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's these other people, these guys who are like, well, guess we're gonna go kill Siri. And Geralt's like, I'm gonna let you kill Siri. And these guys are like, let's kill Geralt. And then he's like, oh, well, fuck that, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of zero to eleven, right? He's all, you know, before this book started, he's like, I hate politics. I never get involved in politics. And now he's targeted by every. Ruling faction. Uh, there are two countries to the far north who are uh, who are not involved in this thing, and <laughs> they don't want to kill him yet, as far as I know. But uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much everyone else. <laughs> um, yeah, but but you mentioned the the Birdman uh, is here too, and apparently he's in. I know, I, I like I, I can't take him seriously, right? I know he's supposed to be this like 
dark force, like scary character or whatever. But the bird man, the, the, the wings, that's, it's hard to take him seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Birdman. Yeah, so yeah, he's been in prison for two years for failing to capture Siri at Sintra. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I guess he's just been working out the whole time because he looks great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's in really good shape. But but he's still sort of in shit. The the emperor, evil emperor guy is like, look, you're not forgiven. If you if you fuck this up, I'm just going to murder you. Right, yeah. Which I think that's kind of a given like, for this evil emperor. Yeah, yeah I, right. I would expect so. Everyone seems to talk to him like he just kills people a lot, you know? And... And then at the end of this, it is revealed, I think for the first time, at least in my memory, that the emperor is referred to as the white flame that dances on the grave mounds of his enemies. But it's a good name. I don't know. It's pretty good. It's, it's a mouthful. Yeah. But, uh, that's, but he, that's so true. he's the white flame. It's like the prophecy of the white flame coming to fuck everything up. It's this guy. Yeah. Right? Which you think somebody would be able to put that together. It's not a secret that he's the white flame that dances on the grave mounds of his enemies. No, I, I mean, I think that's why you mentioned they were kind of making some assumptions about the thing, but if suddenly there was a prophecy that was like, this evil emperor is the one that's going to come and like save us all or whatever, you'd be like, huh, that's an interesting rumor that you're hearing right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, um, I, he seems related to this, this prophecy. So then we see Siri, who's dreaming of Geralt and crew, which is a uh, this is compact storytelling. She's dreaming of you know what's happening in the action that we're reading right now. It's it, it, oh man. I wonder how long do you think she's been dreaming them? I the whole time, right? Okay. Like, you, every time Geralt plows a new field. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. He's like, do you think Siri dreamed him fucking that like that med student <laughs> a couple days ago? She's probably fed up with it. She's like, come on, Geralt, you can't stop dreaming about. <laughs> Can't you watch a movie or something? Do something interesting? In this case, it seems like she might be dreaming from Philippa's eyes, though. She mentions that she's from the sky as yeah. if she's flying. Oh, I didn't put that together. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, we don't know why, but it seems like she might be seeing through Philippa's uh, eyes. Okay, that would make sense. Yeah. But uh, she's dreaming as uh, Geralt and his crew go... Uh, walking. They're walking to... to their lead, but yeah, uh, but uh, Yennefer's also here at this point, and which is why Ciri's all beat up because yeah, it's, she's huh. been, well, Yennefer you know. seems to be like magic training her, which involves a lot of bleeding and, and pain. But I guess that's because you know magic's not for the weak or something. Yeah, I suspect Yennefer's not being like super nice about <laughs> about the training, but yeah. Yen that's Yennefer, right? Doing whatever Yennefer's doing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Yennefer, she has a second dream. Uh, in this in this section where it's uh, Yennefer leading her through a series of doors to a door that yeah, she, she definitely shouldn't want, to, want to open, right? Yeah. yeah. And Yennefer's like dragging her to it and is like, huh. Yeah. That's not a yeah, that's no. that's a that's that's interesting. Yeah. What could it mean? I, yeah, I, what do you think? Is that like the door her her mental internal door to her own magical power, or is it the door to like the evil sourceness of her? It, yeah, it, it's it's uh it's unclear at this point, but I I, I know that there are a lot of um, a lot of forces at play, some of which are supernatural. There's that voice that seems to be wanting to uh, claim her, so maybe yeah. name some do well, that. Well, I think we ID that voice in this chapter, uh, but we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. So Geralt is uh, heading to uh, beat up this charlatan, which who is the guy that knows where Rience is. Yeah, they just walk up to his house. Punch him in the head. Yeah, <laughs> torture him real bad. Like, the guy, he's like on a pier house with a with a literal like drawbridge that he pulls up, mm -hmm. and I see why. 
<laughs> it's funny because Dandelion's like, weird. It's weird that this guy has like this fortress and the drawbridge. And she's like, yeah, weird, right? And then they go up and punch him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I, they don't, I don't feel like they established that this guy deserves to be punched in the head, right? No, I mean, not. like he's friends with Rians, who's a, you know, murderer, torturer guy, I guess, right? Sure. Yeah, that's true. And he is a charlatan, which they, they throw around like that's his job title. <laughs> yeah. From, from, what, from what I gathered in the previous... Uh, thing with the the med student he he sells dodgy remedies basically like he's he's the he's a healer who does kind of a shitty job Mm -hmm. but she sells him real stuff so at least sometimes he's doing the right thing right uh so yeah they break into this guy's house Mm -hmm. and uh damage him yeah Yeah. permanently yeah and meanwhile reance hires some killers to go after Geralt. um they kill they 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 demand double the price and he 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 accepts and they're like, there's some catch oh, here. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, should have asked for more at the oh, very fuck. least. Yeah. How, this okay. I have I have a complaint, Rience. Okay. You don't tell them that it's Geralt the, the white wolf. Uh-huh. They're gonna die. They're uh-huh. not going to succeed. I, I, I had the same thought. Like, okay, here's the thing, right? There's a very good chance that if he told them they were hunting Geralt the White Wolf, they'd be like, No, no amount of money, because then we will die, right? Yeah. And he wants to he he has to do something like these these guys are the best in town so he's like maybe they'll get him maybe they'll get lucky right so he's he wants to throw these guys at this thing at this at this guy in hopes that they do the job yeah um, just, but yeah you know like like as soon as he he that happened where he was like not telling him, i was like these guys are not going to have a plot yeah. arc you know yeah, they, they i was going to learn all their names because I, <laughs> I i like that in these books they they have these thugs that show up and they've got a name and a character they're a family yeah. they're the michelet brothers yeah. right what was that guy's name sparrow or something the, the one guy that was really cool, uh, the, the 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 talky one, right? Yeah. The only one who can talk. The oh, other yeah, ones don't talk. That sparrow's from the other story, but yeah, these, <laughs> yeah, they, they have the, the one guy that can talk and the three guys that just know how to kill. Yeah, he yeah. went to school. Like he can kill too, but like he's also the talky one. So, yeah. You know. Those guys are great, but uh, yeah, don't learn their names. Don't bother. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't bother. He just sent him after Geralt. We know what's gonna happen here. So Geralt and crew, meanwhile, are torturing uh, Mirman, the charlatan. Yeah. So these are he's a charlatan. these are the good yeah. guys, right? Like I just want to like. <laughs> We're, we're, we're with the good guys right now, Dandelion and Carol and uh, this med student, and they're torturing an old man who they just punched in the face. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, cool, cool. cool. And, yeah. Uh, eventually, they get through to him with magic torture by Philippa, because she's just joined the team, and, and she's you know showing her worth already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this the kind of team we are? Sure, I can do this. Yeah, Geralt was going to cut pieces off him, and he was like, no, I still won't talk, because he's you know scared. Well, he was actually thinking, like, I'll let him cut one ear off, <laughs> and then I'll talk, because then, like... Then the other guy won't kill me because look, I lost an ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, that's actually pretty. That's pretty smart, it. right? Yeah. yeah. Right. But no, then the magic torture happens, and yeah, that's, it, that's, it's implied that he's been lobotomized. That's by the magic that's, torture. That's so, game over. Yeah. So don't learn that guy's name either. <laughs> <laughs> Not important. And then a gathering of wizards gets the news about the ruler's plans. So yeah. So this th- chapter is basically revolves around a boring meeting and several other meetings about the boring meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, this is Vilgefortz, who is uh, a, a wizard of, of, of import. He's not like the head of the chapter, but he. Uh, I think they mentioned earlier that he gained a bunch of renown due to Sodden, so now he's kind of like yeah, he, he's the de facto like, leader. Like, yeah, the, the chief, kind of. Like, he, he, he pulls the strings. Yeah, even though he is not actually the, the head of the thing. Um, yeah. Uh, and, but at one point in this meeting, he uses the exact same phrase that Siri heard in his vision, right? You've seen the stars in the reflection of a lake, and you think you've seen the sky. Uh, mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He says exactly that. So I think that he's the voice that Siri heard. Oh, oh okay. maybe, yeah. 
He's he's certainly um, he's certainly playing his own game. Tesea, who is uh, an archmage, who's there with them, uh, is is kind of like kind of copying to his game, right? And recognizes that he first of all he knows this thing that he is pretending to have just learned about this meeting. Yeah. And he's also hunting for Yennefer using magical means. Uh, which right. means he's probably hunting for Siri because he's reading about this elder blood thing. Yeah, and he's got an old book of prophecies and whatnot. Yeah, so this this guy's bad news. So um, uh, they resolve to hold a meeting about the the what's happening. The massacre about in the particular. Massacres. Yeah, yeah, they're like the war and stuff. We don't really care, uh, but the massacres that's not good. So we're, they're gonna have a convention. Yeah. About it. Great. That'll get something done. Yep. Uh, there's also a fun bit. Uh, Lydia, did did you catch that? Uh, which way? So Lydia is this this uh, magician who's there helping Vilgefortz yeah. out, and she never talks throughout the whole thing. And mm -hmm. they mentioned she can never talk; she communicates telepathically. Yeah. And then you learn it's because she had her face dissolved yeah. due to some like magical experiment that he had her do. I was like, dude, this guy's <laughs> yeah. wow! You know, yeah, he suggested that she do that. Yeah, uh, I, I actually really like these wizards. Like, I liked. Uh, the the one whose perspective we get, who's like Tesea, Tesea, yeah. who's like I can you know this person can see through all the illusions, so this person's constantly like peering through all the secret illusions in Vilgefortz's house, and mm -hmm. and, and uh, I like Lydia got a, a face blown off or whatever, yeah. and just communicates telepathically. Yeah, I, I, cool. I, there's a lot of flavor in the the wizards for sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Vilgefortz then gets a letter uh, saying that Geralt is dead. <laughs> Which sure. seems unlikely. Well, to, to say even three of a seven book series, right? Well, I mean, it is called The Witcher, right? So that's kind of an indication. Unless The Witch, wait, hey, Siri maybe... could become The Witcher. That's true. Maybe, yeah. maybe Geralt's dead and Siri becomes The Witcher. That would be a surprise. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, he mentions that like you know, he's he's trying to kind of suss out where Yennefer is. Just you know, I guess he's, he thinks he's casually bringing her up or whatever, but you know, nobody bites. Yeah. Uh, but he also mentions that you know, Geralt's death might draw her out, and to say I was like, yeah, sure, Geralt's dead, sure. <laughs> right. She knows. So then Geralt and Rance finally uh, ambush each other in the streets. Yeah, Geralt pops one of his Witcher potions, yeah, and this one makes him angry. Yeah. <laughs> Super high he's on Witcher range. Yeah. yeah. It lets him see in the dark and makes him just want to kill everybody. Apparently, yeah. He, he, there's, a, there's a bit where he's like, you know, I really didn't want to kill these guys, but I just drank that Witcher potion, and so they're going to have to die. <laughs> and sure enough. Yep. Uh, yeah, so the four guys uh, come at Geralt, and they die. And then uh, they, he has kind of a wizard fight with Rience, who, who tries to escape, uh, and he manages to beat the crap out of Rience. Uh, smack him up a bit, but then Rience does escape, and actually Philippa helps him escape. He, she holds Geralt while Rience escapes. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. The, apparently because she asked one of the guys Geralt killed who they were working for, and upon learning that, uh, she lets Rience go. Yeah, she mm -hmm. realized that Rience is working for someone who uh, she does not want to interfere with. Yeah. For and, some reason. And yeah, she says basically it's for the greater good. Uh, you don't understand, Geralt, although she does not explain to him what exactly that greater good is. Well, you know, it doesn't really matter because Geralt is this entire time making that jerking off motion with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I think he may be foaming at the mouth and, and his, his rage-filled eyes. Yeah. You know. And also bleeding out on the ground. But, oh, know. yeah, yeah. Also blood is pouring out of him from his many wounds. Yeah, so she's trying to explain something about the greater good and he does not seem very interested in that. Yeah. Uh, Geralt does tell, say that he'll kill anybody who threatens Siri. Yeah, it's like, which, if you send someone after her, I'm going to witch him. I'm going to witch him to death. Gonna witch, he's going to, I mean, he's going to kill like 
everybody. He read about everybody in every chapter that we've read. Yeah, so like, you know, we were talking about not not bothering to learn names, and and uh, you were worried about remembering all these people. Don't worry about it. They're going to go after Geralt. <laughs> this is going to resolve itself. The, right. the, this 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 series is called The Witcher because by the end, it's just it's The Witcher. Just... <laughs> <laughs> He's the last one standing. <laughs> So that's it for this episode. Next time we're going to talk about Chapter 7 of Blood of Elves, Book 3 of The Witcher. I am Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe and Instagram. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share us with anybody you think might like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. That's the Witchuation. Witchuation.